Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah, no, no. Stop just doing your I'm I'm on the I'm on the toilet face. <laughs> I'm always on the toilet. <laughs> he lives there. It's story of my life. There you go. Well, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist Podcast where we clearly we clearly take ourselves very seriously. Um Hello. Yes, I mean of course. I mean who wouldn't? Right? Who wouldn't yeah. take to random people on the internet seriously i mean that's that's yeah. the way every that's the way everybody gets any kind of information nowadays is from passing faces on the internet <laughs> look at look at our faces these are serious faces you won't find more serious faces than these apart from your dreams <laughs> the, dark. In the corners of your soul <laughs> you dwell I was having a I was having a conversation with uh, with some guys earlier, potential business contacts, and we were yeah. talking about like um, a, a myth busting within the industry because they they work in the realm of of nonverbal communication and security background and they're Marines and you know at etc it goes on it goes on it goes on, so they've got yeah, a lot yeah. of experience with battling against this type of shit and whatnot, and we okay. were talking we were talking about like. What is it that we have to kind of keep keep going into and keep going into, and like my 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 thing was um, uh, uh, it was bursting celebrity bubbles, and <laughs> I, I, and I'm sure you've had one of those moments. I have loads because you know how I've joked many times that the important thing is that. I think I'm funny. I don't really care what anyone else thinks. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I said something in response to it, and I just made myself laugh. And this is the first time <laughs> I'm meeting these guys, so I've said something, and I'm just laughing in response to it. And I must have, <laughs> I must have looked like such what was an idiot. <laughs> like it was kind of like one of those kind of. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I, I know that kind of that response laugh. I think about I think about that laugh I get in the in, in, the, in the most vulnerable hours of the night. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Bailey, not Bill Bailey. Um, Bill Burr describes those kinds of moments, like you, you know, when you're in in the shower and you remember those most embarrassing memories from your childhood that make you scream into your fist. Where you go, no, no, I can't believe I said that. No, I can't believe I did that. No, it's so true though. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we were talking about um, like uh, uh, the, the kind of the prevalence of pseudoscience within body language and and this kind of thing yeah. and the notions of what you have to battle through and um it like it, it came back to one of the, one of the things that I, I get asked loads is what about this person's take on this or this person's take on this because they must be so awesome that they write for this magazine or they must be so awesome that they wrote this book or uh, and you know as as we all know mm -hmm. from that that what you know as we all know unless you're really ignorant or a child you should probably know Practically anybody can write a book. You should probably know, right? Practically yes, anybody can, can can write a book, and like we were we were talking about this, like <laughs> oh, oh, I heard this on this channel because they've got uh, you know twenty million followers over here or whatever it is, and then they the they the number one in the field. I was like, okay, a, 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 according to who? And the guy the guy was like, what do you, what, what do you mean? It's like. 
Cool. I mean, it's kind of de- declare yourself number one in the field. Great, but where's the yeah. Olympics of body language experts? How, how, how does how, yeah, how does that even happen? <laughs> is, <laughs> is there a system that I missed? And then this was the bit that made me laugh. Like I was like, it's it's like being back at school, and you know, in primary school, there would just be mm. a declaration that that boy is the hardest boy in the year. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't want to mess with him. I was like. I missed the Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, where that was decided. <laughs> and I, just, I just started laughing. <laughs> like I just, I just, I just started laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> imagine, imagine if no one had control of that. It was just decided. Like you suddenly informed someone, like because they'd made a video on observational skills, like one video, uh, and it got loads of hits compared to uh you know a series or years worth of videos mm. and then you tell that person because of that popularity of what you put up now you're now the leading man you're the spokesperson for everything observational go and deal with it <laughs> well if we lived by that strategy what a frightening causality that would be for, <laughs> for all of mankind it would, it would be terrifying it would be terrifying <laughs> Like, can you like can you think about it kind of like in a flipped conspiracy theory sense that like, um, you know, a, a flat Earther video goes ridiculously viral, and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> then somebody says, "Well, you're now the moral arbiter of science." <laughs> Deal <What>? with it. <laughs> oh my god! That's like what if you if, if you owned and ran a bank. But for however many years, and then <laughs> one person came and put in the person with the most money in the bank came in that very day. They know more about <laughs> banking now than anyone ever will. Even the person who owns the bloody oh, bank, it's just it's, like, well, <laughs> but it was just yeah. like the, I just imagined the Mortal Kombat like kind of tournament of primary school kids fighting to the death. Uh, it just it re- it really cracked me up. It really A battle royale kind of situation. <laughs> Uh, here we go board mentions one uh this reminds me of a brazilian channel about body language that is the biggest body language channel in the world and uses paul ekman's face reading <laughs> you want to do the buzz, the, the buzz killington thing from family guy you go oh, oh dear Anyway, uh, that, that was just an analogy that popped into my head from a conversation yeah. that I had earlier, and it's kind of prompted the topic of what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about tonight, which is Sherlock Holmes is kind of heralded as fictionally, obviously, as much as it pains me to say, being the massive dork that I am, but um, fictionally heralded as being this. He's really thing- yeah, it's real to me. That's the important thing. Um, yeah, it turns out he's Scottish and he lives in Vegas. Oh, what a bitch. Um, uh, anyway, he's kind of heralded as this expert reader of people, you know. And, and don't be wrong, I've used it as a as a ploy before, Sherlockian reading this. Yeah. I like this is the very nature of the deductionist podcast, right? But it's <laughs> it's it's done not to kind of put bums on seats or eyes on YouTube videos. I don't even know what the right word is there. I need it's done from a, 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 our belief of trying to be pure 
in terms of yeah. what does work, what could work, what won't work, what might work, and we'll tell you what it is and why, in that mm. sense. And it got me thinking about the original canon, the the original uh, uh, 56 short stories and four novels of Conan Doyle. I mean, because there's been... Yeah. Like I've done tons of book reviews about them as well. There's been loads of other uh, orig original Sherlock stories, but not penned by Arthur Conan Doyle. And the ones that mm. I've read, which which aren't that many in comparison, but the ones that I've read kind of conform to this notion of of Sherlock knowing people's minds and actions and motivations. But it's rarely, rarely not that it doesn't happen, mm. but it's rarely through specifically body movements or facial expressions or you know whatever whatever else it is in that situation it is yeah. done from kind of outside observations yeah yeah like these yeah. These, these kind of physical outside uh, uh, kind of surface level deductions that you can make mm. and then comparing and contrasting to whatever it is that somebody says and or does Right. Yeah. And how I, do you think? Sorry. No, go for it, mate. Go for it. I was going to say, how do you think um, that scales up relatively to what it is to actually read someone without uh, using necessarily their body body language themselves? Like, because like even uh, for people who aren't familiar with the books, they might be more familiar with um, the show. Uh, or the films, the more recent films. So you see, as you're saying there, like mm. the Sherlock uses the environment, and a lot of it is like the camera um, it focuses on different things around the room mm. as evidence, as path, as a journey for whoever he's deducing and seeing what they've done. But do you think that's for yourself in working in this field? How accurate do you think that is to the the proportionate level of deduction when it comes to reading someone like is it more important to read the person or the things around them or does one play into the other is it like a go-to one you go for or one that you put before the other yeah like uh, no in essence it is yeah it is uh, like it's it's an analogy that i've used for years, and the people that work with me, whether or, or you train with me, whatever it is, they're probably sick of hearing me say it. But it's it's a little like combat, fighting. Yeah. In that, uh, if if me and you were to square up, and I was to think, oh, Adam's going to throw that hook, and I prepare yeah. accordingly for that hook, and then you kick me in the balls. <laughs> like yeah. you know it's 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 a different thing in that situation which is why you need to prepare many tools for whatever it is that the situation is that presents itself to you which is like why yeah. when when I was uh, when I was performing I wouldn't really have a set act I'd kind of make things up that were that worked specifically for people's interests people's likes yeah. people's tastes that kind of thing but like and there was a there was a few paragraphs I wrote on this uh, in the monographs and uh, and pipes too, but uh, and I mentioned that only as a cheek a cheeky plug because the monographs too was out <laughs> May second, uh, uh, May twenty second, excuse me, and um, pipes two is nearly done. It will nearly be out on uh, omniscient very soon. Um, nice. And the the concept was that. How could I explain to a body language expert or a lie detection expert or a deception decoder or whatever it is 
that I once knew my son was lying to me because of a sandwich. <laughs> right? I know what you mean. But, Sandwiches but tell me. <laughs> you are well versed in the age old arts of tyromancy, sir. There was cheese on it. Yeah. Uh, I'll literally I'll wander downstairs and I'll I'll think I'm minding my own business and no no one knows what I've done and then suddenly my cheese sandwich will say, You've shot yourself, Adam. <laughs> Not again. Knows it. Not again. God damn it. And like the, 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 I mean, granted, that's not a very high stakes scenario, but it is a good example. Like, I didn't have to listen to, you know, the timbre of his voice or the cadence of this or this expression or this movement or whatever it was. Like, yeah, and and it formed part and parcel of one I did with one of my old routines that I call ratiocination, uh, in that it, it basically revolves around, like. Um, Say for example, I knew you. I knew you were right-handed, right? Like we didn't yeah. kind of announce that fact, but I knew you were right-handed. I would then ask you random questions, uh, giving you the option to tell the truth or lie, and then I'd ask you if you were right-handed. Tell me, and then you said, "Ah, oh, I'm left-handed." Cool, I know he's lying. In in that kind of scenario, because I've I've observed yeah. that you're right-handed. I've observed that Gabe lied to me in that particular scenario because of a sandwich that he left on the kitchen table. Now, how do you how do you explain that to somebody that says, "Well, you only have to look at these expressions or these particular movements or whatever <laughs> it is." You know, there's there's no logic. There's no logical way around it. And in in yeah. uh, in in pipes too. It struck me that, like, when when people get into nonverbal communication for whatever for whatever you do, whether it's uh, yeah. as part of a, 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 a mentalist or a job role, or you're just curious, or you're a power dork, right? <laughs> um, wh whatever it is, when whenever whenever somebody mentions the concept of being able to know if somebody's lying to you or not, right? It's in, it's it's interesting yeah. on a on a kind of human level right it's interesting mm. on a you know we like the the one thing that comes up between us was when i asked you at our old job if you got your cards and you went no no i forgot them i was like mm, have you you might like, no, they're in my bag i just don't want you to use them like which is fine <laughs> because like like the context was i'd been cooking or something in the kitchen or whatnot and i had shit all over my hands and they were your cards which is an absolutely respectable and fine thing for you to do <laughs> you know um but like when when people get into the the the, the concept of lie uh, lie detection or lie spotting, you know, it's it's kind of got this cool sex appeal thing about it. But if you like, if you think about it, if you if you were to walk out into the world and actually try and look for lies, you're biasing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Every, everything everything falls into that. Uh, realm of it well it, it they could be lying to me because of because that's what you're looking for you know yeah like I, I i had um i had a similar conversation with a friend of mine who was having some uh it was like an existential crisis who was looking for love and kept 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 striking out kept striking out striking out he was never short of offers beautiful man really lovely person very charismatic smart good job all of this kind of thing but yeah. it, it kept it kept kind of uh, fizzling out, and uh, you know when he when he spoke to me about it, uh, I, he was like, "Well, so I want I want this in a woman, this in a woman, this in a woman, this in a woman, you know, and all these kinds of things." He knew what he wanted. I was like, "Well, there's your problem." <laughs> 
What do you you mean? What do you mean? Anybody that now doesn't fit that stereotype to the fucking letter has gone. Yeah. It's It's gone. It's it's gone by default. You've immediately shortened your your pool of people that you could realistically bump into. You know? People could eventually fit that over time, or you could find that with the right person that isn't actually something that you want. You know, so it circles back to it circles back to what you were saying previously in terms of your question. You never know really what technique or 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 method or or whatever it is that you're gonna use to observe someone, which is why on my on my business cards for many years it simply just said observe everything. Mm. (laughs) That that was that was that was the short shorthand to it and Whereas, yeah. let's face it, we're humans. We can't observe everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? We, even even though I know my neighbours are in over the road because there's a crack in my curtain and I can see shadows moving. They've got thin curtains. I can see shadows moving around. I can me. I can see that the yeah. TV's on, but I can't really observe what they're doing or where they're sitting or what they're talking about or how they look when they say this or whatever it is. I can observe yeah. simply that there are people in that house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? That's, that's, and the straight-up thing going on there, that's that's what's happened. Do you think it's that like, is, is it... That is we, what's happened. We make these, uh, like, guesses about what's going on, like, with looking over at your neighbours over the road and and say, like, I don't know, they, they they frequently have swinging parties uh and it's a known fact you've known that beforehand and then you mm. see um this over the road you look out your mm. window you see the people moving behind the curtains and you can put those two and twos together can't you, you can kind of like use other facts and mm. the fact that there's now maybe more than one shadow going on behind there and mm. you can make uh three yeah as it were but do you think it also can backfire when you sort of use facts you know beforehand and the presence observation yeah. of what you're seeing? Because oh, obviously 100%. that might be a previous assumption, but that could just be maybe they have a a, a teenage son now yeah. that you haven't oh, seen 100%. in a while that has grown up and is the same size as them and looks like a third person walking behind the curtains. Yeah, hundred percent. I just just as it like I'm going to take these off as well. I'm trying more when I don't have to read something on the screen to take these off. Yeah. Like one of the guys that I work with pointed out that it's kind of difficult to know where you're looking at and direct a kind of proper conversation because you can't see my eyes. You can just see the reflections of the screen, which is fair enough. <laughs> so I'm I'm not reading anything. Here are my eyeballs. But <laughs> in, in terms of what I'm you were talking about, <laughs> just Doctor Strange it right there. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much like a confirmation bias, right? It's it's it's, yeah. it's pretty much that way around. There's a great scene in in House um, where he falls foul of somebody kind of indulging his flirtatious, sexualized humor. It's in a Christmas episode. I forget which season, uh, and it's this woman that comes in with, um, I think it was a skin irritation. Uh, and House is attracted to her. She's this young blonde woman, and she's talking about like, well, yeah, I'm in a show. Uh, And he's like, House immediately is like, "Mm, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) In that way, and she's like, well, well, everybody watches. I ride a donkey. (laughs) 
right? Turns out she's just talking about being in a in a, in a nativity play. <laughs> that's what that's what that's all she's talking about. Oh, and like is. when he when he goes to the church at the end to see her, she comes riding in like side side saddle side. I don't know what it's called. Not one leg either side of the animal, but both legs one side. I think I presume yeah. that's called side saddle. I don't actually know. Um, but she's dressed in the full Mary regalia with a pillow up her up her. I don't know what do you would call it a poncho. I don't know. <laughs> and um, she's minding it. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> and she she sees house in the corner and just kind of <laughs> winks at him. He's like. You cheeky kawanky tanker, absolutely terrible. <laughs> but but that's that's what it is. Like if if you imagine um, a, a, a kind of a situation where, well, we we would experience it sometimes in the place that we that we used to work at. You know, mm. um, you know this new starter's just come in, but you know they're a bit funny or they're a bit short or they're they're a bit grumpy or whatever it is. And then we go and talk to them. It turns out the fucking ace. They just didn't like the people that they were talking to before. If <laughs> if it is that you lean too far into the information that you've got ahead of time as pure certainty, as pure yeah. irrefutable fact, mm. then that's 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 when you're going to fall foul of those kinds of um, uh, 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 biases. Again, in that situation, yeah. like in, in terms of lie detection, one of the critical thinking questions I always ask people is, um, can somebody lie without knowing that they're lying? Ooh, that's a good one. Like, I mean, technically... What, what's your, what's your immediate kind of way of answering that question? I would say uh, no, because if you don't think you're lying, you're telling the truth at that present moment. It might be an incorrect truth, but it's not technically a motivated lie. So it's just, you're just wrong. <laughs> this is it. This is when we, we get into gray area. That would be a lie of omission. Yeah. So like, say for example, I told you, like I'm wearing a pair of Vans now, and I told you, um, yeah, they're a, they're a special edition Vans. They cost me two grand. And we went through the whole conversation about it, and you went away to tell Becky. It was like fucking hell. Ben's paid two grand for a pair of shoes. What a dickhead! This kind of thing. When I'm sitting there, like <laughs> I actually, I actually didn't pay for them at all. They were a birthday gift. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've 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 then lied to Becky without yeah, knowing that you, were, it. that you were lying in that particular way. But you're absolutely right to say that if you don't know that it's a lie, are you lying? And this is the grey area. You know, when yeah, we're dealing yeah. when we're dealing with uh, people reading and 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 human behaviour, there are objective truths that can be seen, but depending upon personal interpretation of them, is is to whether they'll be confirmed or not. Which is why I think, uh, and obviously I'm basing this on fiction, so there's no way to confirm left or right. But it's why I think that Sherlock behaved the way that he did, and House by default behaved the way that he did he preferred to get his information from anywhere other than the person at the source yeah. <laughs> right so when he could come back and talk to the source it's easier to separate fact fiction truth lie gray area this type of thing because yeah. you know what's yeah, irrefutable and then you can come and can compare it to the person in 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 that way you know this 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 doesn't that make human beings like the maddest thing to ever exist in terms of like truth telling and fact observation we as the source are the worst kind of source 
for okay. that. So full full resolution of the source. Hundred <laughs> percent. There was um there was a guy I met on a on a course in London a few years ago, and um, like it wasn't my course that I was running. I was there as a as a as a kind of a student attendee, whatever you call them. Mm. And as as luck and loveliness would have it, there was a lot of people there that had bought the monographs. So I was I was talking to oh, a, to a few of them about it, which was lovely, you know, genuine interest in this kind of thing. In this one, there's one chap from Brazil uh, goes, uh, "Go on then, what do I do for a living?" And uh, just I looked at his shoes and went, "Well, you work in sales." <laughs> uh, and he went, "No, no, no." I was like, "Oh, well, fair enough. Maybe educate me then. What is it that you actually do for a living?" He was like, "Well, me and my partner." We were on training courses, and he is the kind of brains that comes in and you know delivers all of the information, and I make sure we get repeat bookings and new clients in. I was like, so sales. you work in sales then? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like the the personal interpretation of that is that he saw it as more than sales, right? Yeah, you know, which is fair enough. But like on the outside, you you work in sales then. It was like yeah. when when uh, that lady that worked for Trump was like, no, he wasn't lying. It was just alternative facts. <laughs> sure, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a bit of> a <laughs> like, I understand what you're doing with you know lessening the dialogue and whatnot, but you are full in, of in shit. In that case, I have never lied. <laughs> yeah, I've only never told lied. Alternative truth. <laughs> <laughs> alternative truth. Alternative facts. But it's it's an important distinction. Like there's been a few times where. I've I've called out people in in training groups, in friendship groups, online, whatnot, as you feel this, uh, and they'd be like, no, 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 whatever it was. One one thing I hear a lot, it, like whether it be from Gabe or family, friends, or whatnot. Well, anyway, I don't care. What's well, what you do? Because you're complaining to me <laughs> about it. So if you didn't care, it wouldn't be something oh, that needed yeah. to come out of you. So you care. There's nothing wrong with yeah. caring. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, right? But if you're complaining about it, you care enough to complain. Like one can make the argument that I care about Love Island because I care about what I think that it does to it, and I care about Justin Bieber because what I, I think his music shit and it irritates me. This kind of thing. It's that's just the meaning of the words in that way. What what changes yeah. is the personal interpretation based on like. On need and and you know a, a prevalence and place in that particular yeah. world, which is why I would would much prefer to observe action and then feed it back to them to check their personal interpretation. And this is why I think Sherlock in the books and people who've adopted this kind of method in real life gone a success. Yeah. In that, it's a little like uh, uh, it's a little like battleships. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Absolutely, I, I was going to say it's like um, uh, where we used to work. There was there was a, a few people we used to work with who, uh, when I I first got them on Facebook and stuff, and you know we keep obviously we'd interact all with each other yeah. more so back then, and I'd keep tabs of what they put up uh, because obviously it would be talked about later at, at work yeah. or something like that. And yeah, there was sure. one person in particular. Lovely woman, absolutely lovely woman, and obviously I won't say her name, but uh, troubled with the truth of her own emotive state. 
and it was constantly stuff on I'm there where and she so i'm not saying that this is particularly her this is kind of like a, i'm speaking in a broader term of people that do this on social media where they put yeah. something up saying they are not bothered by such and such a person uh, and they do not care about this drama or they do not care what people think of them and it's followed usually by some sort of positive quote and this will be repeat behavior of them. Mm. They obviously fall foul to whatever emotions they they, they get through uh, when, when interacting with certain people and they air it on Facebook as a couldn't give a toss, you know, couldn't give a shit what you think <laughs> of me. But you clearly do because you've gone out your way to to air your dirty laundry online <laughs> and it's just like it, it constantly do that there's clearly not that like i say she was a lovely woman and i wish it was the case of realize that you do care about what's being said about you yeah. and you don't have it's to fine. continue through this cycle <laughs> of lying that you don't yeah. care <laughs> and you can deal with it then you can deal with it better you can maybe think about maybe i'm doing something that is, you know, <laughs> causing this <laughs> to happen all the time. And that's not saying stuff like this is always people's fault or anything like that. It's just no, the truth. No, no, absolutely. Like we're saying that's about, it. about the source, it's harder to see the the source. You can yeah. lie. To, I suppose, like you say, lie. <laughs> this goes back to uh, what you asked me at the beginning. Uh, can you lie without knowing you're lying? And I suppose you can. <laughs> absolutely, you can. Yeah, absolutely, perfect, you can. That, that's probably I changed my answer, and that's an example I'm probably giving now. It's like, yeah, yeah. I've seen someone lying; they don't know they're lying <laughs> to themselves. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> it's 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 a baffling, but equally from a, a, a kind of an objective observational standpoint, it's so insightful. You know, it's so yeah. insightful to look at somebody that like can't or won't confront that because it's so f it's so full of information. <laughs> yeah. in, in that way it's so full of, of workable 100%. actionable intel in terms of you know you could look at it uh, in terms of um, Maslow's hierarchy human givens any kind of needs values based protocol uh, Schwartz yeah. whatever it is whatever the, the psychologies you're looking at and w what do they need in that scenario well they need to not feel like they're being scrutinised by somebody else yeah that is huge from an observation. Yeah. <laughs> that is huge yeah. from an observational perspective, and absolutely 100%. fine, human human to human. There's the, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's not like you're stamping on puppies or anything, you know. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so you have a feeling about something else. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So what? And again, this yeah. is why I think Sherlock preferred. To deal in observable, objective, like unfiltered, unencumbered truisms, which is why mm. a lot of people will ask, like, oh, "Well, I've observed this, so what?" Right? It, it, yeah. it te technically it depends on how you use it. Like, I was. T this is going to sound so dorky. I was talking to someone about shoelaces the other day, right? Honestly, this was a genuine conversation I, as a 37-year-old male, had with another person. <laughs> and <laughs> we, 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 were, we were talking about the, the kind of protocol of, of tying shoelaces. Even though it was an indication of wealth, there is the removal of shoelaces in favour of buckles or 
slip-ons or whatever it is you know let's not get into brogue territory where even even higher up the hierarchical scale your shoelaces become thinner like it's a whole thing it's a whole thing i've done a i've done a 90 minute lecture on shoelaces mate so um and i I, I I recently learned that the gravity undoes your shoelaces over time not movement (laughs) that shocked me i just thought well eventually just a lace go well, it's 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 gra- it's gravity in relation to force and how how tightly you app you apply the knot and uh. the kind of knot that you apply. But that's also directly in relation to how you tie the knot in the first place as to whether you're a person that sits down like if you I can't think out of mind you like if this is your knee joint so this is your knee you're sitting yeah, down yeah. with your your knee and your toes pointing forward then you kind of yeah. put your other leg on the side of your knee in order to light lean down and tie or you kind of bend down from the waist and tie it or you squat down with both feet on the floor and tie it that yeah. then is it's massive information i've learned about from looking at your shoelaces i've learned about your health i've learned about your skeleton i've learned about your physical activity i've learned about your attitude to all three of those previous elements and what kind of a prevalence they place in your life i've learned about the kind yeah, of yeah. speed that you went through your day i've learned about the kind of foresight that your morning routine has so i know what kind of time you get up in relation to how rushed you move out the door and like i'm yeah. talking to this guy and he's just going Oh God, that's too much in a shoelace. <laughs> it's too much in a shoelace. It's too much. And he was like, "Let me just this, this last thing. Let me, Sorry, this yeah. last thing." And then he was like, thinking he got me. Well, what if you were? Uh, what if you went into a house and the guy had shoes, and no shoelaces anywhere? I was like. Come on, his mode of choice for needing shoes that don't have shoelaces because he can't be asked because he's there is a laziness, or on the flip side of that, there is a requirement for speed, requirement for comfort, requirement for a specific style. Like, dude, come on, this is all there. It's all there. <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> I what mean, I, say, I, 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 I get the the kind of information that latest can give you because. Like you say, things being insightful, my relationship with laces uh, are an insight to me, not just my own, but other people's. Mm. I think of laces as just, it's one of the most tedious tasks in the world. (laughs) So when I do my lace, I I quickly bend to the knee Mm. and do it. If, to be fair, rarely bend to the knee. If I can just bend down without having to move any other limb out of place and Mm. just do it quickly Mm. with my hands, I'll get it done. It bothers me to have to sit down and lift a leg up and, so if, yeah. if I ever have to sort laces out because the knot's fucked and yeah. you're like rattling with it for ages, it I don't know why, but it grates the fuck out of me to do it for myself. Watching other people have to sit down to lift a knee up and to do their laces. Like where we used to work, we'd <laughs> see that happen quite often. And it used to really make me oh, oh, it, God, it, made, it made me feeling impatient and agitated and <laughs> no, really there was absolutely no reason for that at all <laughs> I, to- I totally get it i totally get it like my it's a mad thing I, mine wasn't about shoelaces but mine was a similar thing i felt the same way about putting socks on yeah. the, the same way <laughs> the same way about putting socks on which is why yeah. when i got myself a pair of uh, uh vibrant barefoots you know the shoes with like the the toe toe openings at the front yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I didn't have to wear socks. It was a barefoot shoe, <laughs> fucking golden. 
Like that pleased that pleased me no end. And like it's the reason I wear slippers. Like if I go out to work and whatnot, I'm on a case or whatever it is, sock shoes, fine, that's part it's part of the job, you know. I still hate it. I still hate putting it's just oh (laughs) fucking hell. It's like putting feet condoms on. I don't really you know um Mine's get them off because I have to. I, I firm. I double sock at the moment for work, so I'll put nice. double sock on and then a thermal sock on. And if I can't whip it off as soon as I get in, it it great. It, it, it's like it's like being in some sort of uh, restraint. <laughs> you want out of it. <laughs> this, I mean, this might be too much of an insight, and it's definitely from the ignorant male in the scenario because not having breasts. I can't comment on this scenario, but like apparently it's the same for women. And, and speaking to Maddie about the the you know the notion of bras and whatnot, when you've had to wear a bra for a long day of like she works like 12, 14 hour shifts at a time, so when you've had to wear one all day and then to come home, the first thing is rip this off and whatnot because the comfort that you get as a result, and in her words, she doesn't want to live in boob jail. <laughs> Oh, Lucifer, yeah, Lucifer Morningstar's here. <laughs> Hello, Lucifer, Lucifer Morningstar. Morningstar, welcome. Oh L- love your show. Uh, it's it's a great show. Uh, tell me, Lucifer, <laughs> what is your desire? Um, it's a wonderful show. It's a wonderful show. And Tom Ellis is uh, is is tons of fun in it. Oh, incredible! Is men's health video shit, but <laughs> he, you know when they do a train like Lucifer, train like Thor, train like Reacher, his is garbage. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really bad, really bad. Um, I won't be able to take him seriously being Lucifer. <laughs> I feel like there's some darker undertone there. <laughs> But yeah, this this is the kind of uh, the the kind of quandary that that I have, and this is why I'm so mm. fond uh, of of Sherlock when it comes to reading people and nonverbal communication skills, because arguably, the notion of body language or or reading a person's movement could not be any lower down the list. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, it, it, it couldn't be. I suppose it's like with 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 Sherlock as well. Uh, his there's always been hints that um, of like an autistic sense okay. uh, to it. And there's always been rumours that there's 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 something about him that he doesn't necessarily take on uh, the emotional uh, sort of elements of of fact reading and observation in a person. And so the room is more of a truth. It, it responds to him more, I guess if you look at it from that point of view then a person would like because mm. if a person is lying there's a confusion of emotions going on there there's confusion of something happening isn't there so mm. that's not going to naturally come to the surface so you're naturally going to go to the thing that tells more truth oh, yeah. to the things in the room yeah, as yeah. they go around isn't it? you're sort of oh, you're, in a, in a way we lie but we are drawn to the truth Oh, but yeah. we also are. It's an interesting concept f- from a from a human perspective. Like it's it's an interesting mm. concept, and like Sherlock, uh, even before the BBC show, uh, like I, I was of the opinion that Sherlock is one of the most emotional characters that there is. It's just he's got more control over its influence. Yeah, you know, he's he's got more control over its influence. There's been times where, like, I'm I'm not going to talk too much about my my kind of personal family life. You'll know what I'm talking about because I've spoken to you about it. But there's there's been times I've spoken to my mum, 
about whatever kind of issues has been going on there. And I've been like, well, I'll just do this. Like, mm. oh, God, oh, God, how can you be so cold? I'm, like, I'm not being cold. It's just that is how you solve that particular problem that you yeah, have. Yeah, that's the solution for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was, uh, I, I can actually, one just popped into my head from something that she was telling me the other day. Um, one of her old colleagues has sadly died. It is, it is, an, it is an awful scenario. And um, it turns out that my mum, didn't like him. She'd not spoken to him for years, but because they used yeah. to work together, that kind of thing travels down the right, grapevine, great yeah. as it did, as it does with us and and Steve and Marion and this kind of thing. You know, when, yeah. when people sadly die who you've not worked with, information trickles because of Facebook and social media and phone numbers and all this kind of thing. And yeah, she yeah. didn't like him because apparently he was a bit of a dick as a as a manager. And mum was like, oh "Yeah, yeah, people keep calling me and like." Oh God! I don't really know how to react because I want to. I want to like you know. I don't want to talk about how much I didn't like because I didn't like him, and it seems disingenuous and it's real sad and whatnot. I was like, Mum, like if somebody says to you, "This guy died," just go, "Oh no!" How's his wife? <laughs> yeah, just move Solved. On. That's a good one. Solved. Yeah. You sound yeah. like you care. And you've not yeah, asked to ask that. him about it at all. You just stay in yeah. control of your emotion thing. And this is what I'm saying. When it, and I've talked about I, I talked about this again many times. Emotional qualities are antagonistic to clear reasoning. Doesn't mean you don't have any. Yeah. It doesn't mean that at all. Emotional is letting go. Oh my god, yeah. she's been so emotional. Is when somebody goes, ah, you know, crying or laughter or whatever. Be so emotional, right? Yeah. Which is that's that's emotional qualities being antagonistic to clear reasoning, but the qualities of emotion or understanding it mean you just understand it. You don't have to experience it. I understand the breadth of emotion, yeah. the breadth of emotion. I don't have to experience half of it if <laughs> if I don't want yeah. to. You know, I don't, like, I don't have to experience half of it. There was a yeah. I was I was speaking to to JD, uh, one of the one of the companies that I use. Um, to help my students. It was like a training platform. It was a, a separate web app uh, in this kind of thing. And uh, the, like the end of the story is I cancelled my service with them. I cancelled it, right? Because they were yeah. basically trying to up the cost but decrease elements of the service. And they were like, well, in order to oh, make nice. sure the app function is there, we do a lot of a lot of talking to clients. And if this isn't being used or this isn't being used, then in order to free up bandwidth so the app runs properly, we'll get rid of this. So I'm like, no, no, no. But I use it. I don't give a <laughs> shit about what any of these other people do. I use it. So think about yeah. my position because... You are upping my cost and decreasing my function. <laughs> that way, that is the worst business angle that there's ever been. Out the fucking window. There's ever been, and so like I actually was a bit sneaky in terms of my my uh, my my social engineering. I, I, I kind of got them to tell me all about their business plan and stuff, which they probably shouldn't have done. But uh, but that's what happened now. But anyway, um, the the kind of long and short of it was, I, I sat there thinking to myself, well, like what's what's in my control? This is now irritating me. I don't want to feel irritated. What can I do to solve this? Well, I can cancel my service. Done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Done. Right? I, and I, yeah. I, can, I can increase in other areas and make the additional stuff myself. Will it take yeah. a bit longer? Yes. 
but the experience that my that my students my friends anybody that trains with me the other side they will get the same is that yeah. what i care about yes so cool yeah you've <laughs> got a solution faster you got to exactly. the truth faster of what you needed to do exactly one could argue that calling back to the previous topic that we were talking about is i stopped caring <laughs> right yeah. I, I initially i initially cared a lot because i was going back and forth with them trying to figure it out and when it was clear that it wasn't well it, it could have but i couldn't really be bothered to give it the time to change them um so when it was clear that that was on the table i was like i'm out stop caring this is what's happening done bye see you later and yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's pretty that's pretty much the end result and again yeah People talk about Sherlockian people reading. Like I have a course of of Sherlockian people reading, and that specifically does not talk about body language at all. <laughs> right. So if <laughs> if if you come to me to talk about my my Sherlockian people reading course, hoping that you're going to look at how to read people through their body language or their movement or whatever other kind of buzzwords you want to talk about in that way. You ain't gonna get that. It's, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But like, this is when people like because I used to work with a guy in the CIA a while back, which isn't uh, one of those. Oh, it's a flex. It's just because I can't say his name, so you can tell me. So yeah, you can yeah. kind of uh, talk about where he came from. Um, we had this discussion about the term of reading people uh, in in that way and reading people, and uh, like me, I don't I don't care. Uh, per, uh, on a personal level, I don't care what you call anything, so long as somebody knows what you're on about. Not bothered. Yeah. Um, and he was he was very much why well, it creates this kind of image that you can read people like books and you can't do that and whatnot. I'm like, well, maybe if you're being very autistic about the about the process, like I don't go to McDonald's and expect to eat Ronald McDonald. Right, <laughs> I, I don't. If his I don't hand to... is not between a bap, exactly. Thomas and ten my chicken nuggets. I, I'm you know, absolutely disappointed. I don't go to Curry's and expect to get a tikka masala. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, it's like a, an, an electrician. No, sorry, uh, el el electrical TVs, computers, yeah, washing department. machines, that kind of thing. Can't, yeah. Um, but th this is my adage in in that kind of scenario, which is why I, I couldn't really give a shit about buzzwords. Like most people uh, attach, oh, body language, it's this, and I just no. <laughs> it's, that's that's the fact of the matter. Is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but going, again, I was go on, what, what are you going to say? Go I was, was going to say that, uh, this is a bit of a throwback. Unless you wanted to say something connected to what you're on about now, I was about to throw this back to what we were talking to before um, uh, about when you know we were talking about um, emotions, uh, sort of like getting in the way of of the truth and what have you. And you were talking about obviously how to deal with certain things. You say things, and you know people are. Like worried about something, you say, "Well, just do this, and it sorts it out." That kind of thing, and because you thought about it logically uh, and done it, and, it, and it's worked out fine. But I remember again uh, going to the back to the place we worked at together uh, one time where uh, there was a woman called uh, I might as well say I'm probably never going to see her again now, Mel, and yeah. uh, she she worked in uh, our area of yeah. the the unit. And she was being moved over to another area that she didn't want to go to. 
and she was kicking up a right fuss about it. I don't know if you remember chairs being thrown across the kitchen and whatnot. A very, very angry woman. And uh, it was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, she's, she's risen a bit there, you know, like just taking that a bit too far. And it was, it was quite funny at the time. And uh, I wasn't emotionally at her level and didn't feel particularly sort of, you know, like as, as angered and annoyed as she was. You just kind of find it like... <laughs> <laughs> bit, bit funny to watch and then didn't see you for a week and then i found myself wandering through that part of the unit and happened to see her there tears down her eyes uh, uh takeaway next to her looking very aggravated uh looking like she wanted to talk to someone and unfortunately i was passing by and i thought oh, but I, I have a feeling she's just going to moan a bag off. But I, I you have to be uh, a human being. Ask. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> and, and already I've done that, and I've emotionally engaged uh, uh, with something that's going to sort of taint my actual yeah. whole view of this situation. So she's just—I was like, everything all right? Everything going okay? And I got the whole, you know, oh, it's, it could, you know, it could be better. I hope it gets better. It's just horrible right now. And I remember rising myself, feeling like, you know, when you want to snap at someone, you're like, just fucking Christ almighty, it's not that bad. It's not the end of the world, is it? Yeah, no no one's died. Calm down. Didn't Luckily, didn't say any of that. And I was just like, you just need to, Jesus. And I kind of abruptly ended it. And I was just like, well, you know, we're all sad working here. Uh, Sorry, see you later. (laughs) Came back to where our unit was, told everyone that, She's still uh, moaning on. And next minute I was told, her husband's just died. <laughs> she's, oh, she should have stayed home. She's, she's come back in like a week earlier than she needed to. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't believe she's I said that. Well. And I was like, so the, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> you know, still can't believe it. Still try to adapt. Still can't. And I was just like, oh, no, all the things she said. All the meaning, all the obvious pointers. Something, and I remember, in my head, I remember thinking, "Thank God you didn't say." It's luckily, it's not like no one oh, died. No one died. <laughs> Someone did. Oh God. oh God! And that was purely because I might, I might have been able to assume something like that had happened had I not gone straight to, "Oh fucking hell!" Mm. Here she goes. Because <laughs> immediately then. I just assume she's talking about what she was annoyed at before and thus made me annoyed at her <laughs> for the wrong thing. <laughs> but annoyed oh, at a bereaving woman. That's it. People are, people are weird, aren't they? People are weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's mad. I, th- I think it's part and parcel of why I... Uh... I love this this job role so much, and why I I kind of grow fondness for for Sherlock because I've I've always liked puzzles, yeah. In 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 some form, I always like puzzles, and um, humans are like, walking puzzles. Uh, humans are a puzzle that will never be solved. They will <laughs> never be solved. Like I. I I, I, like I was explaining to Gabe the other day as um, he's he's kind of getting to the stage now where he's starting to do things for himself and pay his own bills and whatnot and all this kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, like, he put um, he puts, rather, uh, at, at one stage, uh, according to his mum, so I don't know how verifiably true this is because he doesn't hear. So I, I don't know how true this is. Uh, but as a concept, like, I thought it was fun. Um, 
that he puts like four or five sugars in his coffee and honey. Uh, and, oh, right. uh, and, I, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, dude, why? He was like, I just like the way it tastes. I was like, that's fine. You're not drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> why like, what coffee? He was like, what do you mean? So I like I took the pains to explain why that much of that other material just diffuses, you know, all of the caffeine and all of the other elements that go into to make up coffee. So you're just drinking warm sugar. That's all you're doing. You you are the older version of the cockroach from MIB. You're just having a uh, you're just having a warm sugar water instead of a cold one. That's all you're doing. And, <laughs> no, but it, like, it's like no, it doesn't. It's it, it, it might taste nice, but it's not coffee. So the things are confusing. You either like coffee or you like shoveling sugar in, right? Either way, figure out which one it is, and you know how to 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 shop accordingly. And he was like, so so you're okay with me doing that? I was like, no, this is another conversation just about where your head's at. Putting that much shit and putting that much shit in your face is terrible. It's a terrible idea. Your teeth will <laughs> die long before you will <laughs> in, 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 in that situation, you know? Um, but this is what we were saying about the human perception of their own experience. He might have well mm. been under the way, you know, and people might just assume one thing or another thing or whatnot about his reason for putting those in and he could verifiably deny that on the basis that he's just doing it because it tastes good in that way which to him <laughs> is fair enough it's dumb it's dumb as a bag of rocks but you know that's that's his answer to that you know there was a yeah i'll give you an example about um uh, people reading on that same course um, there was there was an American lady that I met, and um, she was she like she visibly took care of herself, right? She visibly took care of herself. You know, she's she obviously works out. She's she got very kind of toned arms and shoulders that that come out of doing CrossFit and this kind of thing. She'd got her makeup all done and her hair done. She was a beautiful woman. Uh, and the, the 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 group that we were in, we were talking about like kind of the world, you know. We were trying to be quite grandiose because, to be fair, we were all pretty pissed at the time. So <laughs> we were just we were just talking about these things, and she starts talking about um, uh, the microplastics in the ocean and the damage mm. it's doing to um, you know to sea life and all all of these kinds of things that is been put through the news so i won't bore everyone else with it you will you will know what i'm talking about mm. and then uh you know obviously everyone splinters off and like there's new groups are formed new conversations are formed and uh, then she came up to me after and was like you're apparently the sherlock guy i was like apparently that's that's fair enough like and we started talking about it and then she goes so can you tell me so can you tell what somebody does for a living just by looking at them so two things pop up in my head on the back of that. Yeah. <laughs> the second being, obviously her job is important enough to her that she would ask about that first, right? Yeah. Obvi obviously it is, because that isn't the kind of question where somebody's asking me to teach them how to do it out of intrigue for the kind of holy grail that it apparently is. So mm. uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of talking to her and breaking down the process, and she was wearing like normal jeans, normal top, pair of Ugg boots, that kind of thing. And it was it was early January, so it was cold. 
So mm. you've got this this kind of uh, this 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 uh, this beautiful woman who knows based on the interactions of other people that she's perceived as beautiful, but she's dressed for comfort rather than any kind of provocation in that way. Because we yeah. were in a restaurant, it was like a high a high enterprise bar in London. You know, it was the opportunity to kind of put your glad rags on, so to speak. She just put a warm coat on, <laughs> one of those, I, I still don't know what women call them, but it was like a big furry headband, one of those yeah. uh, as well. And she's got her rug boots on. She's dressed for comfort rather than it. So uh, immediately I'm thinking, beautiful woman, actively takes care of herself. It would take that kind of time, but she's dressed for comfort rather than looks. She's a model. Like that's that's what I was thinking at that time. She's a model yeah. because she spends all of the yeah. time being uncomfortable in like high heels or walking down a catwalk or whatever it is. But anyway, the the kind of conversation changed at that stage. Other people came to talk to other people, and as is what I what usually happens in a conversation about skill, I wind up talking about memory methods. So that's yeah. where the conversation kind of turned off. Next day comes by. And she's talking about like how everyone found the fir the first day um, because she's friends with the guy that's running the course, and um, he she had done some one on ones with him, and then she was talking about the experiences. And I, she says, I, I went to this uh, this party, this ball or gala, you know, I, I forget which kind of word she used, but she was yeah. uh, she was she was talking about this this whole experience. And um, there was there was me and two other guys. Uh, uh, this one guy called Alex, who was from Australia, and he was talking to me about coding. It's like you are wasting your time, pal. I am so not a fucking coder. Uh, and then there was there was this, there was this other guy with us listening to her story, and um, like she was back and forth, and she was like, "So I end up meeting this woman and her husband." And naturally, the com the question comes about about what you do for a living. So, my antennae are up. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're we're about to see if we're right or wrong. And she, <laughs> these, these were her words. She she went. Now, normally, when I tell a woman what I do, it turns a bitch cold. Ah, <laughs> 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 like I I can't oh, do it with that kind of um, American twang that she that she had. But that was what she said. Incredible. Turns a bitch cold. So <laughs> I'm good. thinking, I'm thinking in my head, what would turn somebody cold? Like, what I know she, I, like cold. I know, I know she cares about the environment and this kind of thing, or cares about people because yeah. of how she was talking about animals and the welfare and life and all this kind of thing from the day before. I know a job's kind of important, so statistically, it's probably not anything like racist or anything where it hurts else or whatnot. So what's controversial? that also deals with the realms of beauty. And my brain went, she works in the adult industry in some way. She works in the adult industry in some way. So I'm immediately, I, I, I remember my face at the time when she was talking, like if I look at the camera and I'm kind of talking to her and she went, turns a bitch cold and my eyes went. <laughs> like that. Because it had just dawned on me what the, what the potential proper answer to the question was. Oh my God. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring it up because she'd asked me that initial question, like when it was just me and her. So clearly it was some kind of, it was important to her in that way. Yeah. So in based on the stories that she's told, she's clearly had a lot of kind of bad experience with telling people what she does for a, a living. And it, it, you know, it turns a bitch cold. So I didn't, I didn't kind of say that I'd, I'd, I'd arrived at an answer. That's the new catchphrase for the show. Turns a bitch cold. Yeah, uh, I, I, I didn't. I didn't say that I'd arrived at an answer. Anyway, next day, 
And me being me, I'd arrived early. You know, I was, it's just a, a quirk. I'd rather arrive two hours too early than two minutes too late. It's a preference. So I'm just yeah. I'm just sat outside before everyone goes in. Uh, just having a coffee, you know, as you do before you start. It's like zero dark 30 of a London morning, so it's cold coffee. It's, it's standard breakfast of champions. And uh, yeah, uh, the, gu- the guy the guy that's running the course comes in, and we're talking back and forth and whatnot, and he says, like, hey, have you met? You know, kind of jovially nudging me like that, like, like the kid in science <laughs> class that just heard the word boobies for the first time. <laughs> this, you this, know. <laughs> this kind of thing. Have you, met, have you met such and such a person? I was like, yeah, yeah, she's, she seems very nice, very smart, very switched on. And she was. She was very competent with all the methods, which sounds incredibly kind of like judgmental, but I don't know what else to say. She sounded like she knew what she was talking about. That's all I can really say. Yeah. She seemed nice. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> And so he was like, do you know who she is? So I, no, not really. Told him about, what, you know, the kind of conversations that were transpired. And he went, oh, yeah, she's the the, the second-rated porn star on the planet. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> this bitch just turned cold. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so in my head, there's a little bit childish like uh, i've i've met someone in the adult industry <laughs> kind of thing because i'd never met anyone in the adult industry before but also in my head's going fuck that was pretty good deduction on my part <laughs> that's pretty fucking good i was i was onto something but, uh, in, that, in that kind of situation <laughs> nice. but like that's that's really the nature of of sherlockian people reading uh, at, at its yeah. core that way none of that did I arrive at by virtue of her body language? It was critical thinking based on whatever it was that was presented in that initial circumstance. Followed it through to a conclusion. As Jim would say, we, we validate, dismiss, or clarify the information as we move forward. And it then presents us with new data because this is, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's like a hard way of looking at a soft science. You know? Yeah. So things, things aren't as... If for those unfamiliar, a hard science would be like two plus two is four. That is what it is, right? If if you're doing a softer <laughs> science, you'll be saying two plus two could be four. Depends on your perception. Depends on the you know all, all this other kind of shit. Your interpretation, uh, your yeah, artistic your other, interpretation of math, your belief. But the Earth's still a, f- a sphere. If you think it's not, you're wrong. Simple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm starting to think with that with that type of thing is a is a quick digression. I'm going to operate from a from a Keanu Reeves way of life just for being happier. There was an interview he did for John Wick Two that popped up as I was scrolling through reels today, just as a doom scroll. He was like, yeah. I'm at that time in my life where I'm just avoiding arguments. And the lady was like, What do you mean? He was like, If somebody tells me one plus one is five, I'm like, You're right. Best of luck. Um, <laughs> He was like, "What do I care?" <laughs> so, fair play, and you know, it, it circles back to the whole thing. What do I care if you think the earth's it, the earth's flat? You're wrong. Best of luck. Enjoy. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, does I it? Heard, I, I, I had my own um, Keanu Reeves uh, moment the other day when I was doom scrolling myself. Found mm. an interview about the Matrix where right. he he met his friends, two teenage daughters uh, who hadn't seen the Matrix, and the fourteen year old right. asked him like. I heard you were, my dad says you made The Matrix and it was a really good film. What's it about? And it's like, oh, it's a guy who's living inside an AI machine 
in synthetic world and he wants to get out but doesn't know what out is uh, but needs to get out so he knows the truth. And she's like, oh, he's outside better. Uh, is out of the Matrix better then? He's like, no, no, it's horrible. It's like a dystopian world. It's like, oh, why not just stay in the Matrix then? Yeah, because it's fake. He's like, but it's better. He's like, well, yeah. And she's like, so who cares? Just stay in the Matrix. And he's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he's like, whoa. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> you got to love it. You got to love it. Unfiltered truisms. It's great. But yeah, so so there we go, guys. Let's let's have a look. We Not that much action in the comments. So let's have a look. Uh, here we go. I'm really curious about the shoelaces reading now. Where can I find more material about it? And could you make a live about it? God, that would be the most niche live that's ever been done by anyone, anywhere, ever. Um, Should we just have the camera on our shoes? <laughs> the whole time. But I don't have any shoelaces. Oh. Um, uh, just my in, one fungal term. In terms of finding more material about it, there isn't really anywhere I can point you. In that the 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 vast kind of, I was about to sound like a right twat, so I'm going to stop doing that. Um, I heard the <laughs> sentence in my head, and my the little voice in my brain went, "Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, don't say that." Um, uh, but yeah, the the material that I have about it has kind of been through uh, you know like market research and who markets a particular product to what kind of people, what kind of price range and that kind of thing and looking at commonalities of that specific target group based on the product itself and then drawing conclusions from it it's an area of personal research more so than anything so if there is something that exists on it in the same way that i have it i couldn't point you to it because i simply don't know um i don't know that all of the material that i use in that area is by a, a, a personal use and personal expression and, and personal development that way around so make of that what you will it's not been peer-reviewed it's not been scientifically tested which is why shock horror i don't put it in print <laughs> anywhere it's it's just it's just something that i use in my own work um so yeah uh there's there's that and in terms of making a live about it maybe maybe uh like i'm i'm it's it's much much more fun in terms of conversations to to go with topics that people have some kind of vested interest or some kind of vested knowledge about rather than going hey so aglets on shoelaces after six months why do we think the plastic breaks in this particular way and most people <laughs> going <sighs> Well, there's me in the corner. I uh, tied my lace together. <laughs> I've oh, I've shit myself. My shoes together. <laughs> <laughs> Around your neck. How did this happen? Um, I'm actually wearing slippers. <laughs> uh, I don't know your opinion about it. I presume that's supposed to be, but I kind of take deduction more like a hard science in the way like you're either right or wrong in your deductions. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of similar in that I don't believe being wrong exists in this field. I don't believe you can be wrong. I think you're either right or you learn to you or you learn something else. I think you're either onto something or you're presented with data that'll change what it is that you originally thought. You know, it's it keeps going. It's uh, I think of it as um, you know, like it's a way of interpreting. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like it's 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 not. 
strictly speaking quantum, but I'm analogizing a, a, a quantum kind of thing. I'm analogizing in the sense that, um, you know, when you watch a time travel movie, you know, you talk about how can this point of time exist? It change it changes because you looked at it. So there's a specific context that you can observe from afar. And then once you get involved, it's a different context by default. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's 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 changing. Um, it's changing uh, the whole time. So that's that's kind of my short, short view on it. Uh, here we go. Lionel Cardona. Besides Sherlock, which is the best fictional detective or detectives you have seen or read about? Um, best being... There's no real... Again, there's no real but Olympics. <laughs> we still haven't done a watch-along of the butt detective. Oh, oh, oh come on. Um, yeah, oh, but... In terms of a best de detective, it, it is, it is in my opinion, like those kind of things where you declare yourself number one in the field where there, there's no fucking gold medal of this kind of thing. There's no gold medal of detectives. I can tell you which is my favourite and why. Uh, it, it's too arguably from, from polar ends of the, the, the literary spectacle. Uh, for mm. me, other than Sherlock, it would be uh, Poirot. And and uh, and Reacher, uh, because nice. they but like they they both have uh, very smart, very insightful, very intelligent ways of doing their observational ways. But in terms of gathering and acquiring more data, they have very different perspectives. But they both yeah. kind of attribute the whole kind of. Um, bull in a china shop kind of thing well i'm going after the information what about this person who gives a shit i need this information kind of thing yeah. and, and I, li <laughs> I like i like that in a story because that's the same way i approach um i approach life like when when i got my psychotherapy uh, uh, diplomas and I, it's it's only in my head because i was talking to a couple of guys about it the other day and they're like you've got psychotherapy backgrounds yeah yeah, I like I left as fast and as quickly as I could. I went to maybe like three of the classes and still passed the exam. Like not that it was any um, clever or it's easy or whatever it was, just because I, I yeah. preferred to do my training not around them because they were so concerned with not really taking any action or any activity or 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 encouraging people to face problems. It was more muddy coddling in a well. We have to stick to this system because that's the way we do it. Why? Why? <laughs> Who says? <laughs> Who says? Right? <laughs> you know, like say my attitude to training. You know, if you lift light weights for high reps, you'll build a lot of hypertrophy and whatnot. If you lift heavy weights for a few reps, you'll build size. So my brain goes, "What if I lift heavy weights for lots of reps? What will that do?" You know, that's the, <laughs> you'll that's, explode. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the kind of uh, way that I look at it. Um, You'll become nice one deduction. Yeah. <laughs> one giant overgrown <laughs> ab. One booting ab. <laughs> <laughs> nice deduction, by the way, on the adult industry. Thank you, sir. Um, Craig, when you realise it isn't about you, everything teaches you something as you're not as biased as you could be otherwise. Nice. It's a great philosophy mm. on, on how to work with uh, reading people and that kind of thing. But, guys, we've kept you all far too long. Go and live your lives. And Get out. Get out of my house. <laughs> come come back next yeah. week, of course. Um, but go and, uh, I don't know, read a book. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want. Read a book, watch a cartoon, eat a lollipop. Yeah. You do you. I'm not bothered. If you don't um, come back, uh, we'll find you. It's yeah. Simpler. Yeah. yeah. We have a very particular we'll set of skills. Skills yeah. that will make you make us a nuisance for people like yeah. you. <laughs> but that's, that's just popped into my head as well. Like, you know, we did uh, the whole thing a while back of solving all the world's, world's problems, right? Yeah. And how do you solve the train strike problem? Paying what they're worth. How do you solve the doctor's pro Paying what yeah. they're worth. How do you solve the cost yeah. of Like, do this. There's so many easy answers on the table that Absolutely. could just be explored. Do I know if they're the right ones? No. No, I don't. But there's, there's, there's so many easy answers that just could be trialed as opposed yeah. to it being a bunch of intellectual dick measuring. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really all yet, it is. We don't put the people with those kind of answers in yeah. charge. We have a government state with the complete opposite of what we need. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Absolute bonkers. England, everybody. If if you're in England, leave. Uh, like, there's all this talk of immigration. Why Whoa. are people coming here? Like, <laughs> not not that anyone cares that you're coming. Why? Have you seen England? It's not the safe haven you think it is. <laughs> it isn't. It's a shit well, hole. Turn around. We're trying to do you a favour. <laughs> yeah. Turn around and Who we'll get on the boats with you. We'll Who follow you. <laughs> Honest. Maybe not. I mean, if you're coming from a, like a war-torn country, then fair enough. But if you're coming from like, uh, I don't know, some country that's not a war-torn country, then what are you doing? Hawaii. Maybe, maybe think through your decision. It's it was the like the Lenny Henry stand up in uh, Live at the Apollo, like somewhere my dad was on the beaches of Jamaica going, oh, I'm sick of all this bloody sun and sand. You know what I need? Some sleet. I'm moving to Dudley. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right, guys. On that semi-professional note, we're gonna love you and leave you. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you all next time. Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.